What is the potential in this business? Uh, a lot. It's unlimited. Um, if, if, if you're average, you can make a great living. Right. If you work your ass off and do it right, you can make a phenomenal living. I know. Zachman is your baseball bat that you brought to the fight. If I take it away from you and beat you to death with it, uh, that's your fault. Uh, you brought this program. You put it out there as a contractor. You forced me. I used to do beautiful, beautiful uh, Microsoft Word documents as a contractor, uh, as a contract. And the clients loved it. Everybody loved it except the insurance. Man, I'm basically looking at the skill sets that I've built as a public adjuster um, prior to that, an insurance appraiser uh, prior to that, an independent adjuster prior to that, uh, a pro licensed producer yeah. in 30 plus states. I'm using that skill set to, all right, where else does this apply? Right. We all have to think outside the box a little bit. Right. Because sometimes these carriers really do want to settle them. And we just got to give them that idea of, hey, this is another way we can settle it by just throwing some money here and everybody's happy. We can avoid litigation, we can avoid this, we can avoid CRNs, and they'll do it. Yeah. You'd be surprised at what they're willing to do. You can't get into business thinking about money. Because our business just, you know, the overhead, they say it has a, a, it doesn't have that much of an overhead, but once you get to, you know, I just did my taxes this year. <laughs> I had the same issue, you know, um, it's kind of it's funny, you know, they, they reach out to you, the insurance company, and they're like, and, and they mention, oh yeah, the loss fell below the deductible. And when I asked for, um, for like, you know, documentation and estimate that displays the loss below deductible, they can't give me one. Right. What's up, advocates? And welcome back to another episode of the Claims Game Podcast. Got a very special episode this time. It's another podcast mashup. But before I get into that, um, I want to let you guys know that we are about to put together a sponsorship package. For those of you who are interested in sponsoring this podcast, uh, just give us a little bit more time and we're going to be debuting that rather soon. Also, make sure that you follow us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. Uh, we've got a lot of great things happening right now between our online uh, Zoom course and our meetups that we're having all over the country. Come join us. Come join us. Have a good time a lot of this stuff is free uh, so come take a look go on the commercial claims advocate.com you'll be able to get a lot of information of everything that's going on plus the fact that we are now hiring at my public adjusting firm uh, the elite resolutions uh, but let's get right into it well wow, it's again it's another special episode it's a claims game podcast mashup it's going to be again live at svg when the storm uh, in new orleans from last month really really cool event we had a great great time and not only did we interview uh, experts in the industry but we also interviewed public adjusters and that's what this episode's all about. Only public adjusters and public adjusters only. Uh, we interviewed the likes of Cal Spoon. Uh, we interviewed the likes of Jack Hanks, Randolph Love, really, really big guys in this industry. We also had a great interview with uh, Frank Dalton, uh, Matt Burns, and Matt Mulholland, but the sound wasn't good. Matt Mulholland, that's on you, dude. He said everybody was going to be mic'd up, but that's okay. Um, we were able to at least go live with that, so if you didn't get the chance to catch that, they had some really breaking news. Um, that was on, uh, on Facebook and Instagram live you can go back and look that on the social media channels but that's pretty much it i think you guys are going to enjoy it if you're interested in just hearing some public adjusters live from the event i will tell you that some of these interviews are actually rather really really interesting so go ahead take a look check it out i hope you enjoy it another podcast mashup live from svg in new orleans enjoy welcome to the claims game podcast with vince perry Get all the tips you need from insurance claim advocates and professionals and grow your public adjusting career to the next level. And now the commercial claims advocate, Vince Perry. 
it was tough, but I was able to get him on here. He didn't want to do it, but I was able to convince him to do it. Cal, honestly, thank you so much for coming on, man. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah? I'm great. Third Everything all right? The conference uh, last year was uh, our first. I've never done a conference, period. Uh, we did Twin the Storm last year. Uh, it was good for us. Uh, <clears throat> and then we did this year. This year seems to have been, we see way more benefit today uh, right off the bat than we did last year. It took a little bit of time to realize uh, the strengths of what we brought home from when the storm uh, while this time it's actually we see it way more quickly we see the benefit uh, for example all of our all of the alumni from boot camp gotcha. is here gotcha. uh, we're a little more well known in the industry on that part of right. it uh, and a lot of a lot of it is the reputation is speaking for itself uh, sure. the alumni actually they believe in what we're doing Right. Uh, they believe in it hardcore, uh, and they tell almost anybody and everybody that will absolutely listen without any, you know, we're not pushing anybody to say, right. this is good, put this, put that. We don't do any of that. Everything that we're doing, we try to keep organic. Uh, and I guess that's probably the best word that I could say for why I think this is doing better this year is it's the organic. It, it's everything is absolutely 100% organic. Right. Why I hate doing these things I know. because oftentimes I feel like I've got a Put Try like to, a, yeah, press I, the play button Like I look whatever. over at the camera and go, ah, ah, ah. now I'm Cal. No, I'm, well, I, that was pretty I, nice. <laughs> right. I would prefer to be Cal Spoon all the time. I gotcha. Uh, and not be something different in front of a Give camera. Give people some context, uh, but let me do it first. Public Adjuster Bootcamp uh, is very well known in the industry. I think I have yet to hear a negative review about it. Uh, and I'm so I'm speaking that honestly. Uh, everything that I hear about the Public Adjuster Bootcamp is that it's uh, extremely knowledgeable. People come out of it just like on a whole other level, very educated about what they have to do to attack the insurance company the way they're supposed to. Could you please tell us about it? Uh, give us just like a brief overview of uh, what it's about and what you're about. Um, the, the reality of it is, is that our profession has not had a cohesive thing that, that brought the profession together. Right. Uh, and then what we've noticed with legislators here lately across all states are doing everything that they possibly can to not only minimize, but completely annihilate the profession that I love, the profession that's brought me happiness. Uh, I'm not rich, but I'm not poor either. Uh, I've been very successful at what we've done. We don't, we don't look for large losses. We don't try to go out and we're not that large loss anything. We're, we're simply either. take the claim. If the claim is legitimate, that's if the it. insured needs your help, protect the insured means just that. Exactly. Not the rich one. Right. Not the big one. No claim is too small. That's it. I don't understand that. Uh, I don't either. And it, and it literally, that's oh, one we, of the things that makes me turn. I, I've gotten really good at holding my anger back. We've got something in Florida, uh, manager right, manage right to repair. It's a real pain yes. in the ass. Yes. Which basically they send their own contractors out. Yes. Public adjusters walk away from it. Why? Because they're not going to make any money off of it. Well, no, and to that, me, that's ridiculous. I, I don't think it's that. I think it's that they don't have the knowledge of how to how to handle that. That if, too. If you, if you did a managed repair with us, we, they, they don't try it with us. Right. Uh, and the reason why is because if you want to do a managed repair with my insured, I'm going to tell you, go ahead. The first day that you show up out there with your Jake Leg crew, I'm going to be there that's with right. a camera and a crew. Every violation that you make. We're going to record uh, and I'm document and then I'm going to file a complaint with the Department of Insurance. I might have OSHA out there uh, and that's not me being petty. That's me being very specific. You're saying that this guy can do this job for less money than what it costs to do it. And that's impossible. Exactly. Uh, there is a dollar for dollar process that goes along with this insurance. That's why I love Xactimate. A lot of people are downing on Xactimate here lately. I would say those people haven't figured out the crutchable of Xactimate. 
Zachman is your baseball bat that you brought to the fight. If I take it away from you and beat you to death with it, uh, that's your fault. Uh, you brought this program. You put it out there as a contractor. You forced me. I used to do beautiful, beautiful uh, Microsoft Word documents as a contractor, uh, as a contract. And the clients loved it. Everybody loved it except the insurance company. Right. They want their exact to me. You know, Cal, you got, you got these two pages and it looks really good, but, but you got like $60,000 right here. And you see, I have this book. <laughs> I have this book of stuff, and it says that I only owe you $2,000. So how did you get from two to 60? It just really, and it looked bad. It, the right. visual of it was horrific. Uh, and then when I finally began, uh, it was Hurricane Katrina, actually. I began to use Xactimate. Uh, and then I did uh, PSP provider for State Farm for about three years. Okay. Uh, and it became very, very clear. Uh, you're not paying for what you owe. It doesn't matter what I put on this paper. It doesn't matter what Xactimate says. Somebody else, somewhere else is deciding what the value of that claim is that's never held a hammer. And what they're looking at is... It's amazing, isn't it? Profit. It's, right. it's criminal. It's, it's way amazing. Criminal. Well, not many people understand the depths and the level that it goes down to and what they've done proactively. Right. Just a little snippet. We know that the American citizen, only 40% of us can afford $1,000 in the event of emergency. So if that's something really bad happens to you, you can't even, 60% of the population can't even come up with $1,000. If we take deductibles and set the deductibles to $2,500, $3,000, did we put a impossible to perform? Pretty much. No, pretty much to it. That's exactly what it is. Right. But what the policy says is that I can't sue you until I have performed completely. Everything. Not partially. A to Z. Not this thing, not that thing, but the entire thing, which includes that $3,500 deductible. Exactly. So what you see is a mound of things that are to be performed that each one of them increases in difficulty to where the insured cannot do that. If you look at the duties after a loss and you read them, I mean, read them, not just look at them, not just glance at them. Sit down and read each one and ask yourself, if I've done this on every policy, there's less than a handful of us in this entire profession that can answer that question, yes. Barber Technologies versus State Farm. The big kicker in that thing, uh, when, the, when the ruling came down, said you got appraisal, you did the appraisal, you paid it in a timely fashion, that's great. But let's talk about what happened before you got here. The appraisal does not, what you pay in the appraisal uh, award, doesn't relinquish the right for the insured to come after you for the bad faith, uh, right. for the penalties, and for all of those things. Sure. Now, there's a caveat to that. The only way any of that thing would be possible if you first did what? Complied with the policy provisions 100%, and this is the key. Prior to the invocation of appraisal, litigation, or anything else where that guy right there or his counterpart would be involved. When the attorneys come together, what you're seeing now, what the claims environment is now, about 99.9% .9 of it is, the insured gets a cocktail somehow that they find the attorney, uh, whether it be a contractor, PIA, referral from somebody, any, whatever that cocktail may be that got that insured to litigation standpoint. When the insured files lawsuit, what does the insurance company do? They lawyer up. That's what they do. So at that point in time, what occurs is the insured's lawyer performs the duties after a loss. Right. The insurance company's attorney performs their duties after a loss. Right. So what we're seeing is that nothing has been, neither party performed 
So when the both attorneys get together, both of those attorneys perform respectively the duties that should have been performed immediately after the loss, which is why we don't see bad faith. It's why bad faith looks like a unicorn right now. And it is absolutely a unicorn because neither party performed. Our process shows the public insurance adjuster how to open the claim and close that claim regardless of what the insurance company does. The insurance doesn't have, they have got everybody right now in the world convinced that they're the ones supposed to do it. Right. Policy says different. Policy said the insured is the one that's supposed to do that. Right. Now there's another, there's another little nugget in there where we charge the PIA fee in our valuation. Now I wouldn't suggest that to anybody at all unless you understood why you put that in there. Why you put that in there was because the duties that, that the insured has to perform, it's impossible for them to do so. So let's look at it this way. Uh, if we went out to a tornado damaged house uh, and we saw that the house was sitting off of the slab just a little bit, right. we would want the engineer to come out. And right. as a PIA, we could put that engineer fee in there and, right. the, and the insurance company will pay it. Now, why will they pay the engineer's fees? Because he was needed, his expertise was needed to get that. Why wouldn't they pay the PIA fee? They should because they pay their own. Well, they why send wouldn't their they own though? engineer out. Yeah, why wouldn't they? All right, they should. Yeah, they have to. They don't have a damn choice. But the caveat in that is if nobody performed and you put that fee in there, you're going to set a bad precedent in the courtroom uh, saying that the PI can't put that in there and there won't be anything else about why you can't do it. It won't be about because this person didn't perform like they were supposed to. It's not about you. nobody can do it. It's about the way that this person did it can be done that way. So if you perform fully, if your case file, when your claim goes to litigation, if, you're, if your claim file fills up a banker's box, Man, you probably need that 10% fee. You did your damn job completely <laughs> yeah. and thoroughly. And, and yeah. then it is absolutely justified. And you can stand up in front of a jury of your peers at any point in time and go, hey, why do I deserve 10%? Absolutely. Right here, I did my job. Exactly. And the job that I did, the insured cannot do it. If you look at the specific duties after a loss and what each one of them entails, there's not a single insured that I know that can do it. And there's actually only a handful of PIAs that I know right. that understand what should be happening, what must occur, and that nothing else, the way that I normally explain it in class is you're looking at a revolver. You know, when we look at a revolver, we can see that, that it doesn't have bullets in it. You know, it's a visible thing. Right now, almost everybody that we know, you and I both, are holding a revolver that is empty. And the insurance company, just like anybody else, they look over and say, son, yeah. Got no damn bullets in that gun. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not they're not scared of you right. at all because the first parts of the thing have not even occurred and they're well aware of it because right. they set that up. Right. They know that has been complied yes. with. Yes. And they're not worried about them not complying right. with it because if it comes down to where they have to comply with it, they're going to do it in tandem with this guy. Yeah. And there's no fees. You're just really going to pay what you owe. And then what's going to happen at that point is the insurance on the hook for those attorney's fees. Woo. That makes me so mad. Uh, that was awesome, Cal. That was, <laughs> guys, uh, man, if you were able, like that's that's what you're gonna get with Cal Spoon's course. We've got our own course, but I'm telling you right now, you have to take Cal Spoon's course because you're gonna get just this in-depth knowledge of, 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 of the contract, of just the duties after the loss, which just looks like a simple list, but you can see Cal just explained it in a way that I'm sure nobody has really understood because there, it's just, it's so in-depth, it gets in detail where, I know what I've heard, and I've got a lot of people who have taken my course, a lot of people who have who have shadowed with me, like Randman, Randolph, who just rave about, about Cal Spoon's course. So you guys have to take it. It's in Galveston, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. The boot camp, public adjuster boot camp with Cal Spoon.
Cal, thank you so much for coming on, thank man. You, buddy. I really appreciate it. What's up, Vince? How you doing? I'm exhausted. <laughs> Why are you so tired, man? <laughs> Big event for us, man. Big yeah, event. right? Yeah, dude. How's it been so for you? Uh, good. It's our fifth one, so it's, uh, yeah, it's good, This man. is my first. Welcome aboard. It's been pretty good. I've, I've actually enjoyed it. You know what it is? It's, it's, the, it's, the, first, well, it's the first event in a while we've all been together, which is right. cool, but uh, this is the Super Bowl for us, right? It is, right? So it's... Dude, it's crazy, man. Like the amount of people here is insane. The size of this venue is insane. Every year, so I started doing this in Miami like five, six years ago, and it's it's probably 30% bigger each year. Right. I mean, the first one was like 500 people. Now we're like at 4,000, so. And to have it after the COVID thing, and people are still responding and doing this thing is phenomenal. Right, right. I give all the credit in the world for pulling this shit off. It's been yeah, nuts. Yeah, it's pretty so. awesome. Oh, dude. I did the, we did the VIP events. Yeah. The VIP events have been nice, man. We were dressed to impress yesterday. You should have seen it. It was good. But where were you? I didn't see you there. I had some other, uh, I was at dinner with some of my law firms. Okay, cool. Making some good connections. Making some good connections. Yeah, yeah that's you know, what it's about intimate, too. intimate stuff is a little bit easier. Well, sometimes. it's your fifth one too. So at this point, you don't need to go to the VIP events either or anything like that. I am VIP, baby. Ah, you are me. How's it going? How's business? Oh, it's great. Yeah? Yeah. Good? Yeah, I have 180 claims so far this year. 180 claims? Yeah. How many millions? I don't. I, I stopped looking at that because I don't want to... Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. So yeah, when they get paid is where I worry about them. You I know, know so I know. There's a lot of work in between all that. You know, so. Jack, you were the second uh, person on the podcast. Somebody mentioned that. Somebody came oh, up to me. Look, there you are right there. Oh my God, yes. Ah. That's why I had my uh, nice shaved head. Yeah. You know, I get I, I get more compliments on what um, on the podcast I did with you. Really? I get probably one person a week. Get the hell out of here! I swear to God, like I saw you invent this thing. Yeah. No, it's you should a lot of credit, man. Good That's job, bro. That's awesome. No, it's man. really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I give credit to you too. I mean, you're very inspiring, honestly. For those of you who don't know, you got to follow Jack Hanks on social media. Ugh. And you know how you know who he is? Already. On a big ass roof. He's always on a big ass roof. He's always <laughs> on a big ass building. So if you get a chance, follow Jack Hanks. I mean, and if you want to get inspired to really become a public adjuster and to be really successful, yeah. this, because what is the potential in this business? Uh, a lot. It's unlimited. Um, if, if if you're average, you can make a great living. Right. If you work your ass off and do it right, you can make a phenomenal living. I know. And and the cool part about we talked about this at our breakout. The cool part about our business. We're doing the right thing. Yes. It's rewarding. Yes. We're, we're slaying dragons and we're getting paid very well to do it. I know. There's zero downfall for this. I know. There's I zero. It. Thing. Yeah, it's great. It's the best. Oh, by far. Yeah, well, dude. Jack, that's really all we need. I'm right. really happy. Thank you for coming on. Vince, I appreciate really everything you do for everybody, you. man. You're no, awesome. Thank man. you, man. All right, bro. All right. Thanks, Jack. Ricky, what's up, man? What's up, man? How thank you for coming on. Glad to, glad to be here, man. Thanks for coming by the booth. Hey, We're doing like this little podcast mashup. We're just having people come by one on one, you know, mm -hmm. and then we'll like put together a whole thing. There it is. So you ready? You're going to be part of the Claims Game podcast. Let's do it. Yeah? Let's do it. So Ricky, you're a public adjuster. Absolutely. We met at the Orlando meetup. Yes, we did. Right? Yes. And why do we get along? Because we're both from the county of Dade, baby. 305. MIA, baby. right? 305. Arrive alive. How do you like being a public adjuster, man? Love it. Yeah? I love it. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It is, right? It's the best thing since sliced bread. Why do you like it so much? I mean, uh, I like taking care of the policy owner. I like taking care of the policy owner. I like taking care of people. Exactly. You know, I've been in the industry of uh, building construction. I've been in the industry of you know uh, uh, property management. And taking care of people is just basically what I've been doing for about the past 30, 30 years of my life. I've been through Hurricane Andrew. 
my mom has suffered, you know what I mean, uh, underpaid. My, my brothers and my sister, all of my family have suffered by being underpaid, you know, um, um, just taken advantage of by the insurance company. So I know exactly what we're up against and, and, and what the policyholders are up against and what the homeowners are up against when it comes to insurance claims. So, so I mean, I mean, and then to know that I can be an advocate for them and fight on behalf of them. Oh man, once I found out about this back in 2016, I was like, this is a beautiful thing. That's good, man. You've got the right attitude. I think that public adjusters getting into the industry, they have to have the right mindset. And to me, the mindset should always be about the policyholder first. I don't think people should be coming into this to just make money. Although the money's nice. It is. Right? It is. But if we have the right mindset and think about the policyholder first, I do believe that the money will come. Yes, yes. That's any business. That's any business. any business. You can't get into business thinking about money. Because our business is, you know, the overhead. They say it, has a, a, it doesn't have that much of an overhead, but... Once you get to, you know, I just did my taxes this year. <laughs> taxes are a bitch. <laughs> it's not true. You know what I do, by the way? I pay my taxes every month. I do. Yeah, I'm going to develop that this year. Gonna develop that this so year. whatever because income I make I that started, month. Because I started back the last quarter of the year. I said, you know, my accountant said, Let, let's just ride it. Yeah. And then come January, we will start paying. Yeah. You know I mean? We'll start paying. And, 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 you know, paying every quarter. And then developing the I do it every month for myself. I go, I go on the, uh, I just I go on the uh, God. What's the tax website? There's a tax website you can go on, and you could just you could do estimated the 1040 or whatever estimated income, and I just take 20 percent of my income every month and I pay it. Yep, yep, yep. That makes sense. It just makes it a lot easier. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So you've been a public adjuster now for how how long have you had your company? I have my company since August last year. So. I've been a PA since my sixth What's the, uh, what's your goal here? Where do you see yourself in three years? In three years, in three years, my firm will be rocking and rolling. My goal in three years is to have a firm, have, have PAs working up under me, and also advocate, just like you, putting the word out there, helping homeowners, helping contractors, helping consumers, basically handle their claims. Give them all the opportunity that they need. Give them all the information that they need. And if they need my help, then I will go ahead and help them also. How did you find the channel? Uh -huh. How did you find all the stuff? I found I found you on LinkedIn, I think, first. I nice. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I reached out to you on LinkedIn, and you just already too busy for the world. You know? <laughs> I kept trying, kept trying. We probably talked one time. Okay. You know what I mean? But then at the same time, um, it, it just didn't happen. So then, you know, kind of laid low. Kept learning. Yeah. Went to Cal Spoon's class. Yeah. You know, up, up in Texas and then, right. then came back and then, you know, hit some planes and boom, I see you again. And I see you all over Facebook now. And I, I mean, you just can't nobody not. You can't avoid it. Well, I'm really, I'm really happy. I'm really happy we were finally able to connect, man. You're a really great guy and I wish you nothing but the best. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Hi, Ricardo. Thanks for coming out, man. I remembered. I got a recording now. Because last time somebody was here, I did an entire interview and I forgot to record the audio. You gotta audio. put that in the blooper reel. The blooper reel? But you can't yeah, hear you it. You gotta do a blooper reel. But then you can't hear it. And that, then you just put something digitally there and... I mean, I guess. Just do something fun. Bro. I don't know. Change it up. Look, Mr. Public, are you getting phone calls and stuff over here? We're yeah, trying to do an interview I here, I know. Man. I gotta shut this thing off, you know? Carlos, thanks for coming on. No problem, bud. So, Pleasure. Carlos, from... 
Policyholder Advocates Inc. All or right. AKA GetYourClaimPaid.com. You are a full-time public adjuster? Full-time. All right. And how's business? Can't complain. Business is good. You know, we're staying busy, but uh, always looking for more. Awesome. Expanding. Well, you're here at the event. So yes, absolutely. trying to network. 100%. So Carlos, you took our course. Yeah, man. Uh, what did you think about it? We were just talking to another PA about it just two seconds ago. You know, I mean, someone being in the industry for 14 years, you, most people are like, what do you need to take a course for? Right. Why? You yeah. should know everything, right? You always have to expand your knowledge. And dude, I definitely picked up a few different things that are already changing my business, my business mentality, my model on how to handle claims. Um, and it's just, what I really liked about your course is that what you're trying to do is change the idea of our industry. You know, like this animosity towards other PAs and we're all in a competition together. No, let's work together. Exactly. You know, let's, let's join up. Let's really not just represent the insured, represent the policyholder in the best way we can. At the end of the day, I mean, they're the most important person. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I just don't understand. I feel like every, like throughout my career, it's always been public adjusters against public adjusters to always. fight for the work, to get the work. Yeah. There's plenty of claims out there, bro. Even on the carrier side, when I spent, you know, seven years working for them, I saw it. Yeah. I saw other PAs talking about other people. Why? Yeah. There is so, like you said, there's so much work. So and much at the work. end of the day, I feel like the more that we work together, like we were talking yesterday, we were hanging out and you were yeah. telling me different things that you were going after, different yeah. negotiations, different yeah. things. I was telling you about my different things. I was trying to get ALE on the claim. <laughs> You're like, hey, how'd that go? Did you get it? I'm like, no, I didn't get it, but at least I tried. You got to try. You know, you we've all got different ways. We've all, all got different strategies. Absolutely. And, and look, at the end of the day, too, you guys, we all have to think outside the box a little bit. Right. Because sometimes these carriers really do want to settle them. And we just got to give them that idea of, hey, this is another way we can settle it by just throwing some money here and everybody's happy. We can avoid litigation. We can avoid this. We can avoid CRNs and they'll do it. Yeah. You'd be surprised at what they're willing to do. But if you don't put it out there, yep. they're not going to try to think about them. They got 200 other claims they got to worry about and exactly. they want to just move to the next one. So well, we got to stay on top of them. We don't follow up with them. Then no. they forget about it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's the biggest thing with this, this business, follow-ups. Where are you located, Carlos? Oak Raton, Florida. Okay. So I handle... Miami Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County. Gotcha. Solely, I mean, more focused on Palm Beach and Broward, but we'll go anywhere. We'll go anywhere for work, or we have our network of other guys that if I can't get to it, like somebody in Tampa, like you, exactly. I'll send it up to you, or you guys send it. We're all here as a family, man. I, I really, I'm really liking that whole, the whole idea. All right, man. Yeah, man. Carlos, thanks for coming on. Thank you, buddy. All right, brother. How's it going? We are here. Whatever you ask me. Man, look who it is. Look who it is. My man. The first guy that ever came yeah. and responded to my content. Uh-huh. The first guy that ever came down to Tampa. Shadow. The man, Randolph Love. How you doing? Yeah, absolutely. I'm you doing good? good, man. How are you? Good, man. How are you liking the conference? I will say. Nice here. You here? It was at first. I, I'm gonna be honest. Okay. I thought it was overrated, but it was some okay. good networking. Okay. I, I have made some great contacts. You have? Uh-huh. That's good. I mean at the end of the day, I think that's kind of what it's about. Uh-huh. Yeah. So do you guys know that Randolph was on the podcast? I don't know anybody that really knows as much as this guy. This guy uh, knows a lot. And the reason why you big. know so much though is because you are always educating yourself. Uh-huh. Tell us about the importance of that. Very important. Right. Always learning. Yeah. Like, and the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. That's the exactly. ironic and crazy thing about exactly. it. Exactly. And you're doing some really cool stuff now. Uh huh. Anything you want to share? Well, you know, I 
I've started doing more expert witness work. So nice. if, if anybody wants me to come in, our consultant, look at their files, look at all the paperwork and give you my opinion, my uh, lear my learned expert and expert learned opinion. opinion. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'm always fascinated by you, Randolph, because I've been doing this for probably triple the amount of years that you have. And I go to you. And I go to you as, as well, but I appreciate that, man, because you know a lot of people. Yeah. And you've said this in public and privately that you admire the content I have in my head. Right, so that's right. good. You know a lot, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you've also got the uh, Entrepreneurs Podcast. The place to hear real entrepreneurs. Yeah. And it, uh, the place to hear real entrepreneurs and business owners bear it all. Y'all yeah. get it? Get yeah. it? <laughs> and you've also, you posted something recently in regards to what's something with the contract or can you explain Absolutely. Uh, what a lot of people don't know, it's like, uh, just imagine being on a quiet street and then making one turn and then seeing a full Macy's parade. That's what government contracting is. Literally trillions of dollars every year from federal, state, local governments are giving money and they buying everything that everybody else buys, which includes consulting services. Wow. So, you know, I'm just I'm going through that process of making myself to where not only can they hire me to do things for them, such as uh, cities, uh, states but they can also check the box gotcha. saying, all right, we met this requirement. We hired this small business, this minority business owner, and we checked the box, but we also got a service that we really needed. That's pretty cool, man. Because 25% of those trillions of dollars has to be allocated to small businesses. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. So man, so run off a list of the things that you're doing now. Like, uh, what is I it? I mean, you kind of hit it on the head, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, that's, that's what it is, man. I, I'm basically looking at the skill sets that I've built as a public adjuster and prior to that, an insurance appraiser, uh, prior to that, an independent adjuster, prior to that, uh, a pro licensed producer yeah. in 30 plus states. I'm using that skill set to, all right, where else does this apply? Right. And just trying to grow it from there because who wants to spend another decade learning yeah. something else when exactly. you can use what you've already learned that decade and just keep building on it in different uh, business models. Tell people where uh, where they can find you. All right. All you got to do is look at www.randolphloveconsulting.com www.randolphloveconsulting.com or you can go to www.rightlifecoach.com and what I'm able to do, uh, I help small businesses uh, coach with their uh, companies, but specifically, uh, it, just like uh, I think you said when originally, you always wanted to help people, but originally it was to get information to policyholders and it just morphed right. into uh, originally I started just, you know, to help people with their life. And it just so happens that uh, public adjusters are calling saying, hey, I know you do business coaching. But what if I specifically wanted business coaching, life coaching, and uh, advice on my files? Right, right. And I said, huh. what if you wanted that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so let me tell you guys something. If you're a public adjuster, uh, get this man's information and reach out to him. I know he'd be happy to help. Make sure you contact Randolph. The guy is just a wealth of knowledge. So whenever you get a chance to reach out to Randolph, I know I tried to help him when he started out. And you I know did he'd, be willing, he'd be willing to help you out as well. So go ahead, reach out to him, go on his website and hit him up. COVID. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother.
What's up, Ricardo? We're What's doing this up, again. Man? You're what? the first person to be on the Commercial Claims Advocate Podcast at SVG, bro. Awesome, awesome. That's crazy. I'm truly honored. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't know about that. So, uh, what's uh, what's the name of your firm? The firm I work for is uh, Peninsula Public Adjusters, and yeah, so I'm with that firm right now. Okay, big firm, small firm. Um, it's getting bigger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, my brother's uh, the the president of the firm. Okay. You know, we, we've, we've been expanding, okay. we've been growing. You know, so it's going pretty well. That's awesome, man. Miami? We're, we're based out of Miami. We have office in Orlando and we work throughout the whole state, as you know, public adjusters. Gotcha. So your we, office, you have an office in Orlando too? No. Yeah, we do have an office in Orlando. Yeah. Okay. That's badass, man. Yeah, man. How do you it's like awesome. it? Is, I love is it, it I not love the it. greatest job in the world? Public adjuster is the greatest job. In I the think world. it's the greatest job in the world, bro. Yeah, yeah like for sure. I mean, what you're doing, you're just like you make your own schedule, you do your own thing, and you make a lot of money. Exactly. exactly. Right. And you help a lot of people. And you help sure. a lot of people at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. And you get to stick it to the man. Yeah, exactly. Which is the insurance exactly. company. The insurance company. People don't understand. I talk to people all the time, and they're just like, "Oh, but the insurance company will give me a chance. They're here to insure me. They're here to look out for me." No, no, no. And I'm like, I don't think you get it. They don't. They don't understand until until they actually go through the process and get screwed. A couple times, and then, then the other, they'll, then the they'll other. be like, hey, Ricardo, come back. Right, exactly. Oh, I had one the other day. Check this out. I went to the house, and he had three claims that he opened all by himself. He had one claim in the one in the one master bathroom uh, that damaged the wood floor in the main house. He found mold in the kitchen, and then randomly, three weeks later, his AC backed up and like went to shit and, and damaged all the wood floor on that side of the house, too. He calls me, he's like, I don't know what to do. The insurance company's not responding. I said, here's what I do, blah, 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 blah. He said, I'll call you later. I'm going to try to figure it out myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he calls me later and I come back in probably like, like a month later and I'm helping him. This guy, his whole house is like fucked. I'm okay to, it's okay to curse in the podcast. Okay, cool. His whole house is like totally fucked. Got paid $3,000. Wow. We're about to settle for $85,000. Hey, that's what's up, brother. He's yes. so excited. I had the same. I had the same issue. You know, um, it's kind of it's kind of funny. You know, they they reach out to you, the insurance company, and they're like, and, and they mention, oh yeah, the loss fell below the deductible. And when I ask for um, for like you know documentation and estimate that displays the loss below the deductible, they can't give me one. Right. But then they offer a settlement of twenty five thousand dollars. Right. Um, this 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 family in particular, it was from Orlando. Mm -hmm. They had uh, cast iron plumbing, and they yep. had a break, and you know the water broke. The water was coming above under the under the tiles and yep. all that. So we claimed the whole floor. Then we we ended up they ended up offering a twenty five thousand dollars, and we ended up settling around forty eight. Double so below deductible to forty eight thousand dollars. You know, below deductible to forty eight. Yeah. yeah. So people pe people don't know like how the insurance companies work. Yeah. You know, until they actually get screwed over by them. And that's why the insurance companies don't like us. Exactly. Because we get them the money that they're supposed no, to be paying. No, not only that, we educate them. So exactly. next time they have a loss, they're going to call a public adjuster right off the rip. I know, instead of delaying. Yeah. I tell people all the time, look, if you're not going to use me, use somebody else. Yeah. But exactly. use a public adjuster. Yeah. I mean, I knock, I knock doors a lot. So uh, right now... Basically, I come across a lot, a lot of, um, a lot of homeowners are like, "Oh yeah, I want a PA," and I'm like, "Good, as long Good. as you're with a PA, exactly. You know, as long as you have some type of representation, you yes, know, you're not getting screwed over, exactly, you know, a long way. So that that that's one of the things that, you know, I also like to educate homeowners, even if they're trying to close the door on my face. I'm like, wait, let me just let, let you me know. Let me just about tell this. you exactly just, what I do, just in case, you know, just in case, you know. And I end up getting a couple calls, you know, not everybody calls, but they, you get calls back. How do you like door knocking? I love door knocking. Uh, I feel like it's one of the hardest ways of sales, you know. Um, it's very difficult. And by doing door knocking, you know, I, I get better 
you know, in every other aspect, you know, like when I have referrals, I get better with referrals. I get better. Selling. Better. Yeah, exactly. Selling is just, I, I feel like door knocking is the rawest form of selling. It is. And it's, uh, you know, for me, it's, it's really rewarding. I feel like with every door knock I get, I get three referrals. That's you know awesome. I mean? So it, it's, There's it's, a guy it's like, here at the convention that specializes in door knocking. Yeah. He's got a whole thing, a whole platform, a whole thing set up where he trains you guys on how to door knock, proper sales pitch, proper things, a whole platform, number of doors knocked, number of leads, number of all this stuff. Like, it's really good. For, door, for public called, adjusters? Yeah, it's called D2D. So door to door, but D2D. Check wow, it out. Sick, it's pretty sick. cool. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. How are you educating all your PAs? Do you guys try to like have like little educational times where you're educating each other? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have we have weekly meetings with the whole firm. Good. Um, That's you know, awesome. You know what I mean? We have weekly meetings where we talk about estimates, scopes, all that stuff. Do- door knocking, you know, yeah. selling. That's know, awesome. Talking, educating clients, um, identifying a loss, all that stuff. We do that weekly. Um, on my own, my own, you know, the, pe- the people I mentor myself. I basically, you know, I'm always hands-on with them. You know, I have a direct communication with them. We have a company chat, but I also have a company, a, a little chat with my apprentices directly. Yeah. In case we, so we got, to, we can talk about claims, you know, follow-ups between each other, um, things like that. You know, every day, I've been, I've been trying to push forward like the training a lot. Yeah. Um, in the past maybe three weeks. It's important because what we do is we end up what well, we end up um, we do like an hour of role playing an hour of educating that's awesome and then we go out there and we go knocking for a couple hours come back do you keep track of um, uh, like referrals like leads close uh, doors knocked uh, leads for the week claims closed claims open dollar Claim, amount of claims claims closed claims open dollars dollar amounts I do keep track I don't know the top of my head I think I was at like you know, he doesn't tell me the dollar it's amount. Crazy. No, what I, what I, not about the dollar amount. The dollar amount that I have helped homeowners recover is it's important. Crazy. You know, it's because crazy. like, it's like, look, I've helped recover this amount of money of, for people during a pandemic. Yeah. You know, it's like mind blowing. You know, it's more than what they make a year. You know, so it's it's helping a lot of people. Yeah. So that, that's the amount that I, I keep track of. You know, obviously my my accountant keeps track of my, my amount but yeah that and that's not the important part the important part is how much i help people out sure you know? exactly so, so that, that, that's what, what that's what i keep track of i was keep keeping track of doors i had a goal of a thousand doors but then i, I listened to a little bit of grant cardone and i made it ten thousand so <laughs> oh I, wow that's yeah, awesome yeah i mean it, it's it's crazy it's a crazy amount and i might not be able to do it by may but yeah, but I'll probably land on what two thousand, and that's double what then I was gonna land. What's your close on. rate for signing the claim? Claim signed. When? Claim when I get signed in the door? To doors knocked. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that rate. I think you want to be like at like at three to five percent is a good close three, rate. Three isn't to five percent, or maybe I don't know. I honestly don't know the exact. Amount. I don't know. I don't know the rate. I know that if I get in your door and you have a. A uh, 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 a loss that yeah. that's covered. Yeah, I'm more, I'm the probably like a ninety eight percent. That's awesome. You know? um, I've had people would come come up with, with the objections on the scene right there about to sign the the LOR, and um, basically you know just turn it around right there and just get them to sign it. You know, right, right. you know, educate them on why they need to do it now. Yeah, you can't you can't wait any longer to to to, to report a loss. Sure. You know, yeah, I know that is. I know that is. Well, dude, next time we have a meetup, I want you guys to come out. For sure, for sure. Right. I've, been, I've, been, I've been tracking your meetups. You know, sometimes I'm not in town. Sometimes I'm We're going to do one there. in Miami later on in the year. Yeah, all right. It's I'll my be hometown, there, man. For so. sure, for sure. I'll be there. And I'll be in Miami uh, in a couple of weeks. You know Monarch Claims? 
Mon- I've heard. I think I've heard of them. I'm gonna be on their podcast. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Good shit, man. Thank you for coming on, no brother. Problem, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah, man, for, for sure. sure. I, I came over here to, to find you. <laughs> That's awesome, for sure, man. For Thanks sure. for coming. A lot What's of my that? friends just look, look, look at look at your podcast, read, uh, watch your videos, enjoy all, all the material you've been putting up. And we're going to keep going, bro. We're not going to stop. Yeah, for sure, man. That's awesome. All right. Let's stop here. Thanks, man. Stop, man.